If you recall last weekend, we, we heard how the disciples were arguing over who was the greatest among them. And then Father Matthias pointed out how the disciples were making their assessment of greatness based on worldly perspective. When Jesus pulled the disciples aside, he challenged those worldly perceptions and he offered them a way of seeing and understanding life. The way of understanding life that exceeds anything that the world has to offer. And unfortunately, it is an understanding that remains a mystery to many even today. We have a perfect example of this when it comes to marriage. Today's culture has defined marriage in ways that we never would have imagined even just a few years ago. And so it is no wonder that the public perception of the sacredness of marriage has been seriously affected. As with many things over time, the subtleness of changing perceptions often infiltrate our daily lives to the degree that it is the world that influences our thoughts and our actions. And we tend then to lose our sacred connection to the things and the ways of God. So much so that even the power of the graces made present through the sacraments are often perceived as superfluous to the actions that we take in our own lives. Over this past year, we have tried hard to build a pre-marriage preparation process that, uh, that not only places God's plan for marriage in the forefront, but puts the focus of the wedding day on the sacramental graces that the couple receives at that all-important moment of consent. You see, God accepts the couple's sincere promise to lifelong fidelity, to sacrifice, and then seals that promise with the graces that are needed to live those promises out. One of the core parts of our preparation process for engaged couple is a program called Witness to Love. Because bearing witness to love and witnessing love is a critical part in helping others to bear the fruit of love in their life and in their marriage. Now it's said that up to 20% of all the marriages in the Catholic Church on average across the United States are convalidations, meaning civilly married couples who have their unions become sacramental marriages within the church. And so that being the case, I think it's fair to assume that there are a fair number of civilly married couples among our own parish family. Besides loving and serving and sacrificing for the good of our spouses, another primary duty and responsibility is to help each other get to heaven. And that is simply not possible without sanctifying grace in our life. Because the graces of the sacrament 
are so instrumental in living out marriage as God intended, we are beginning a parish initiative, a parish initiative to those who are civilly married, meaning that you were married outside of the Catholic Church with at least one person being Catholic at the time. So this civil marriage initiative is our taking the initiative to invite and warmly welcome any civilly married couple, regardless of how long it's been, to prayerfully consider having your marriage, your union convalidated, or as many people refer to it as having your marriage blessed by the church, although it is so much more than just a blessing. We are beginning a 30-day period whereby civilly married couples are asked to prayerfully consider accepting our offer to walk with them in order to transform their civil union into a sacramental marriage. And then after this four-week period, we will have a special evening gathering where the process will be fully explained, we'll answer any questions that there might be. So why is this necessary? I often use an analogy that explains the difference between a civil marriage as recognized by the state, which is a cultural understanding of marriage, and as in marriage as the church understands it and as God designed it to be. And on the surface, they may appear to be the same, primarily because a legal civil marriage in a sacramental, a sacramental marriage, both require a marriage license. But understand that the church simply cooperates with the state in this regard because it is a legal requirement. But as with everything having to do with God, the reality and the substance of marriage is found on the inside. And it's something inscribed in the heart and the soul of a couple and not just on a piece of paper. A sacramental union is something that takes place within the deepest core of the couple as they exchange their consent and vows before God. And it transforms the substance of who they are to each other and to the world around them. And the difference is significant. And so the analogy goes like this. The state or the civil government would look at a couple and consider them to be of equal value and equal worth, like two quarters. So if this couple wants to get married, the state would issue a marriage license and then after a civil ceremony, the couple would be considered to be legally united as two quarters taped together. If for some reason one or the other should decide that they no longer want to be united, the state would simply in effect remove the tape from the quarters through a decree of divorce. And they could go out and find another quarter to tape themselves to if they should choose. However, marriage from God's perspective and design is entirely different. 
So using the same analogy of the quarters, the church, of course, also looks at each individual within the couple as being of equal value and worth. But once a couple expresses a desire to marry, the church begins to invest in the couple in order to help them prepare for that moment of consent, that moment when they will approach the altar, stand before an ordained minister of the church and with free, full, and open consent, vow before everyone present and especially before God himself, a promise to be united sacramentally, permanently, and sacrificially for life. And it is this free, full, and open consent that God, by the power of the sacrament, unites the two into one. Not like two quarters taped together, but like a 50-cent piece. Now, it's important to note that the state has no investment in a couple wishing to marry because it sees the union only as a contractual agreement. It requires no preparation. The state isn't really interested in whether or not the couple intends to stay married, and it requires no reason or explanation should a couple want to divorce. You see, the state is indifferent to the health and the well-being of the couple before or after they sign on the dotted line. But unlike the state, the church is not indifferent to the well-being of the couple, but completely devoted to helping couples access and live out the graces that God wants to abundantly pour out through the sacrament of matrimony. This is the reason why we are reaching out to any and every couple who, for whatever reason, married outside of the church. So now, a potentially, a question comes to mind. What actual difference would having our marriage blessed by the church really make? That is a good question. So the difference is like two couples who want to go out onto the lake. One couple acquires their boat from a state-sponsored dealership. And so they are given a set of oars in order to move the boat forward. Whereas the second couple, they get their boat from the church. And along with the oars, they are given a sail. And they are given the instructions on how to catch the wind. The point of the analogy is that the civil, a civil marriage is like trying to propel a boat with just a set of oars. And it depends entirely on the work and the effort of the couple. However, a sacramental marriage is like a boat with a sail, which is able to make use of the power of the grace that's made available through the sacrament. Both couples need oars because marriage does require effort on each of the couple's part. But the power of the sacrament is the very real power of the Holy Spirit that helps propel the couple forward when they are tired, when they are struggling, and when they need the help the most. 
But to be clear, it is not only the civilly married who urgently need to access the graces of the sacrament. For a great number of couples married in the church have forgotten how to set sail and are depending more on the oars than they are the graces of the sacrament. And so to put it simply, our deepest desire is to help provide sails to any couple who may have acquired their boat from the state and to help others mend their sails whenever it's needed. So the whole process of preparing for a convalidation, it's not really focused on the past. It's not really focused on why the couple got civilly married, but it is a focus on how the graces of the sacrament can absolutely transform a couple and their marriage into the future. Now, I know there are some couples in our parish family who are civilly married now due to having married prior and then having a divorce. And it may seem to them that having their civil marriage become a sacrament is out of the question. I would say, please don't settle. At least begin the process of seeking an annulment for your marriage so that you too might enter into the great graces that come with the sacrament of matrimony. And we really are here to help. So regardless of where one has been or where one finds themselves right now, know that there is unlimited grace, unlimited mercy available through the sacred heart of Jesus. And so we are making this appeal to any couple that are here today for whatever reason got married outside of the church, as well as to any who had, had uh, divorced and remarried without an annulment. Whatever the case, you are sincerely invited to contact me or to contact any of the other clergy. So we have more information on the civil marriage initiative uh, in the bulletin. If you go on the website under events, you'll see how you can register for the event that will take place on October 15th. And there's someone in the back to hand out some materials to give a little more explanation and prayer cards. So please stop and take some. So let us pray that our Heavenly Father, through His beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, will send the Holy Spirit to fill His people with the graces that are needed to strengthen marriages to build up families and to transform the world. Amen. <laughs>